Hi, it's Tim Hagen from Progress Coaching, and welcome to another episode for the Coaching Conversations podcast. Now, we are on Stitcher, we are on iTunes, and multiple different channels. Please check us out. Now, one of the things that you'll get out of our podcast episodes is a lot of content, a lot of strategy. It's not fluff, it's not concept. Yet we really want you to engage with the content and let us know your feedback. If you have any questions, feel free to reach out to us. If there's topics you'd love to have us address, we would love to share them with you. Let us know your impact and let us know your feedback. When I think about coaching, I think about conversations and I think about people knowing what to say at what time and how to do it really well. Now, notice I did not say perfectly. Conversations are tough. Recently, I had a couple conversations with different clients, one from the uh, government sector, one from manufacturing, and one from financial services. And all three would say, how do you know what to say at the right time and what, what's the exact wording? And I'm not so sure there's a right answer, but I think there's a framework that we can teach people. First, when we're coaching, we have to ask questions. And a number one rule is to ask what questions. Our advice is never start with a why question. A why question can put someone in defensive posture. Let me demonstrate. So, John, why would you do the project that way? Versus, John, what were your thoughts when you put your project together? Why tends to make people feel defensive. It's not a bad word. It just tends to trigger people. Now, another thing that you can do if you want to address something that's tough and you're at least initially addressing a tough area with an employee, and you say, you know, Jill, for the most part, you do X, Y, and Z really well, but your time management is really off. Now, a different way is something that we call dovetailing. Jill, here are the three things I love about working with you. You do this, this, and this well, and I think about time management becoming one of those strengths. What are your thoughts? Remember the goal of coaching isn't to change somebody. The goal of coaching is to give someone the option to change, the thought process to change. Wording matters. So what we say and how we say it make a big difference. So if I'm looking at Jill and say, your time management really has an opportunity to improve. And on the other hand, I say, you know, your time management's not very good and my arms are folded and I have a scowl on my face. We have to remember what we say creates a reaction. One of the things we do here at Progress Coaching as an exercise with our clients is practicing not only the conversations, but the crafting of the conversations, how to word it, what's the right wording, what's the right phrasing. Let me give you another example. When we're conversing with people, how often, and we're all guilty of this, how often are we thinking about what we want to say while someone else is talking? What happens? We break trust. Now, there's a concept of intent versus perception. You know, I'll give you a really rough analogy. If I look at someone and say, you know, I punch him in the nose and I say, well, you know, my intention wasn't to be violent. I was just screwing around. And someone's nose is bleeding. Well, their perception is, you know, I could be a pretty violent guy. Now, that's a little bit out of context for what I'm talking about. But when I look at somebody and I say, what did you say again? After peeking at my phone, my intention is not to break trust. Maybe I heard my phone go off or I was waiting for a text and I forgot to set expectations. Yet, in that moment, in that moment, 
the person will lose trust because people manically will say, oh, he never listens to me. So we have to be present. And in the new virtual world, it has caused us to communicate in so many different ways. Being present takes on a lot of different shapes and sizes now, yet we have to be present, mentally ready. Now, I'm going to take a little bit of a pot shot at a profession. One of the professions that really parallels coaching is sales. So when you think about sales, salespeople have been taught for decades, 50 plus years, needs-based selling or using open-ended questions. Questions that elicit non-yes or no answers, such as what, how, or why questions. Here's the funny thing. It's been estimated that we should really have the customer talk 80% of the time. Now, if you go into a sales team and say, we're going to work on needs-based selling, people aren't excited. They roll their eyes because they know how to ask open-ended questions. And they do. So it begs the question, why don't they? Why is it when you ask a customer, What's the one thing you don't like about salespeople? Nine times out of 10, they say they talk too much. So when you think about coaching, the parallels are are really similar. We need to ask questions and just listen. Remember, coaching is about self-discovery, not telling someone what they need to change. Now, if you have someone with a negative attitude and you absolutely know they have a negative attitude and you tell them they have a negative attitude, Are we really under the impression someone's going to look at us and say, you know what, Bob, you're right. I'm awful. Now, what's the value of that person saying, yeah, at times I can be arduous. Yeah, you know what? I'm happy you asked. At times I've struggled with some things at home and I think I've brought it into the office. See, when people self-discover, they own. But please do not assume that these conversations of getting someone to a point of self-discovery is easy. It takes time. It takes practice. Now, one of my favorite clients, um, a person by the name of Tracy, said, you know, these conversations are hard. And we were talking about some really simple models. And she and I started to talk. And she said, you know, how did you get to the point where you could do this? And I said, practice. I said, Tracy, I probably role play 20 to 30 times a week with different clients, different situations. I said, I have a mentality of something, and I know this can come off very, very self-righteous and arrogant. I don't care if I do it perfectly, because a coaching conversation to me is about facilitating someone's behaviors, their mentality to feel good about sharing stuff with me. And if I've done that, even if it's a tough subject, I'm going to go in with a smile, a mentality of investing in that person, even though what I'm trying to change or get them to change is something that's arduous or tough. Here's why. Coaching conversation isn't an event. It's a series of conversations woven together. So we have to use what questions. Here are some tips. Before you address somebody or you want to coach them, write out three what questions. Underneath the three what questions, put a big A dot L dot and circle it. And remind yourself to actively listen and state back After you ask your first three what questions, what you've heard. Once you do that, you will absolutely build trust. You'll build clarity. You will coach yourself to be in the moment, to not always think about what you want to say while someone else is talking. Now, these conversations over time get easier and easier, especially as the topics get tougher and tougher. Yet, if we don't practice and prepare, we have lost a wonderful opportunity. 
Thank you for listening to another episode of Coaching Conversations by Tim Hagen and Progress Coaching. Now, our company is always coming out with new and innovative solutions to help leaders coach their employees. And recently, we just created a new service called coach to You, where leaders can pick and choose topics and assign 7 to 21-day programs for employees to learn and, more importantly, apply actions and then reflect and share what they're going to do going forward as a result of the learning. It's called coach to You. We're literally bringing coaching to your employees. If you're intrigued, we'll have a link in each one of our episodes where you can get more information. And again, thank you so much for listening to another episode.